0: Hey, I'm Anna Posey from Elska Restaurant, and you're listening to Full Service Radio. Cooks aren't—we don't have the best like front of house. um. (laughs) We're not great with customers, so that kind of took some training. But it's different to have the person who made the dish deliver it to you. We love that. My name is Anna Posey. I'm a pastry chef and owner of Elska Restaurant in Chicago, Illinois. Elska means love in Danish. And David's mom is from Denmark, uh, came over when she was 32. So there's a little bit of a Danish tie there. We've tried really hard to like make sure we're not pigeonholed as Danish food. There's Scandinavian flavors like buttermilk, cultured creams, lots of dill and herbs. Fresh herbs are really huge. Preserved items. That's also kind of like how we grew up as cooks. My culinary background, I feel like, is a little all over the place. I, I definitely was not the person who, when I was six years old, knew I wanted to be a pastry chef or in the kitchen. But I always was in the kitchen, so as soon as I could cook, my mom, we called it ooblick, and basically I would just stand on a chair and like get everything out of the kitchen and mix it in a big bowl and like wear an apron, and I thought I was cooking. I've always been drawn to the kitchen, but I, de- I definitely don't think it was one of those things I thought I could do as a career, I've always been always focused on art and that led me to art school. But it wasn't until after art school, couldn't find a job and nobody really wanted to fine art painter to do anything. So uh, I kind of had to brainstorm and it was kind of literally that little light bulb moment that was, uh, oh, well, I've always baked. I've always baked for my family. And it's like the other thing that I've, I love. And it kind of never dawned on me that I could go into that in food. And, and then it kind of just spiraled into cooking naturally. And pastry really appealed to me because it is very artistic. It is very kind of OCD a little bit. Pastry is very meticulous and detail oriented. And for me, um, my art's kind of like that too. And I love the idea in painting, you could learn your entire life and never be perfect. And for me, pastry is like that too. Yeah, so I went to Publican. There was no pastry position. So actually, Brian Houston of the time hired me as Savory. From there, I went to Everest. Two months into Everest on my day off, I remember Brian Houston calling me. Hey, how do you like Everest? What are you doing? Do you want to come back and be the pastry chef? And I couldn't believe it because I had no experience. All I had done was, while I was a savory cook, I would, like, get through my list as fast as I could and then make cookies for the whole team. I felt like I was rushing to get through my savory prep just so I could go make the staff something. I think someone handing you a position of such a great restaurant and... It's not just like the title, it's all the pressure and will I be good at this? How do you know you'll be good? With Savior being a cook, somebody hands you up a prep list and it's like, this is what you're doing today, do it well and you're good. And then when you go home, you have you know no stress on, on your shoulders and no responsibilities. Brian, offered me that position, I'm not thinking at all about being a manager. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, am I going to make these really great desserts. I think in hindsight, you know, being a manager is the biggest part of being a chef and relationships with people and how you develop and keep those relationships and how you run your team. And that was huge. And I, I really, really grew up a lot, but, um, it was really scary. I would say it was definitely, it was the scariest decision, but how do you pass, pass that up? David and I met at Blackbird. Yeah, I don't know. We started dating when I moved to when I went to Publican and we got married in 2014. Since he was young, he wanted to be in the kitchen. He wanted to be a chef. He wanted to have his own restaurant. This was his dream. And I think through traveling and our relationship, it's slowly become both of our dream and Elska. 100% feels like 50% him and 50% me. And so when he felt it was his time at Blackbird to leave and it was my time at Publican to leave, we were like, well, do we go work for somebody else for another couple of years? Or do we just like, fuck it, let's just go open our own restaurant. You know, when we first opened, I think... Our GM and David and I all kind of stepped on each other's toes trying to do everything. And we were like, okay, we're chefs and we're business owners and we need to just kill it. And we ended up getting in all these fights and couldn't figure things out. And then slowly you sort of realize, okay, our GM is better at taking care of, obviously, front of house and doing all the... No offense, but all the things we don't want to do, like cutting checks and calling the window washer. For David, I I think both, I can speak for both of us, I think, when I say it's, the food is so, it's like the last thing you get to think about, which sucks. It's everything else comes before that. It's almost nice that you can have that break. You know, you have your like manager hat on and you have your business hat on. That kind of gives you almost a relief from trying to be creative because I think when you push yourself too hard, that's when you get those creative blocks. So when we do have to be creative, those ideas flow. And I think having each other is really helpful because we bounce ideas off each other. It's sort of like in art when you have a project and it's like do whatever you want and you just have a blank canvas you're stumped you have no idea what to do but if you're painting is like you can only paint in this tone of blue and you can only paint flowers and eggs or something i mean it's a little bit easier yeah i think when you're forced to be creative and quickly it's it's a little bit a little bit easier